Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. My name is Matt Scaff. This is episode 85. And today I'm going to answer a question a few of you guys have sent me. How is the coronavirus going to change Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? What's going to change? First, let me say, these are my opinions. Obviously, nobody knows what's going to happen or how Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is going to change. So if you disagree with me, just keep your comments to yourself. Don't send me any hate mail or anything like that. These are just my opinions. But here they are. The first thing is, when are we going to be able to go back to training? When is your gym legally allowed to open? And that's going to look different all across the world. One of the most important questions you have to ask yourself is, where do I live? Because every place is handling it differently. I know a lot of you guys live overseas. Well, in the states, it's really up to our governors. So the governor of each state gets to decide when to reopen the economy and when it's safe for gyms to reopen. So that's going to look vastly different across the United States. Georgia is looking at reopening Friday. Now, they're not going to open completely, but they are opening lots of businesses and gyms are allowed to open as long as they act responsibly, socially responsible. You know, they maintain uh, social distancing, but they are going to start opening things back up. Well, states like California and New York are looking like it's going to be a lot longer before they start opening up, and especially before they allow something like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So our federal government has kind of outlined a three-phase reopening plan, or a recommendation, I should say. And so some states will be falling close to that. And if you do follow that plan, then technically we can't do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu until phase three the last phase. And if best case scenario, we couldn't even really get to phase three until four or five weeks from now. And that's with everything happening perfectly. So we're really looking at at least another probably a month and a half, two months before any Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gyms can legally open. Now, when your gym opens, what's that going to look like? Because things are going to change when schools start to reopen, especially in the immediate future. The next six months, I think you're going to see a lot of places go to a limited class size. They're going to put restrictions on how many people can be in the gym at the same time. So the number we've been throwing around whenever we're we're allowed to reopen is 10 people. So we'll be offering multiple classes a day. So we'll offer more classes. Me and Brandon will probably teach, you know, two times a day and we'll just alternate but we're only going to have 10 people in the gym some of my buddies that have gyms you know i've been seeing at some of the stuff they're posting or you know we've kind of been bouncing ideas off of each other some people are talking about having uniform requirements where you're wearing you know full spats long sleeve rash guard you have to be covered head to toe some people are talking about you know, having face masks, like requiring face masks, face masks, and then anybody that enters the gym before you enter, you have to do, um, you know, get your temperature taken. So they'll do those forehead thermometers so there's not any contact. If you have a temperature over 99.5, you're not allowed to end the gym. And then you'd be probably not allowed to come back for a couple of weeks until you know, that time had passed. 
where you, you were potentially contagious. An idea that we've kicked around that I thought was super cool, Lindsay actually thought of this, is you could only train with the same training partner. So let's say you were training twice a week. You're planning on coming twice a week. Well, you would have to train with the same training partner. So if your training partner couldn't come one of those nights, then you couldn't come. So essentially, you would show up to class, you would drill with the same person, and then roll with the same person. You wouldn't touch anybody else. Um, a gym like ours, since we have such a giant mat space, it'd be really easy for us to have you know six groups of two, and we could have ten feet between each group. We could cut, you know put cones to mark it out, and people wouldn't have to break that social distancing with anybody else other than that one person. They wouldn't touch the instructor. They wouldn't touch anybody else except their training partner, and that'd be their training partner. We'll say for the next couple of months until we moved closer to where you know scientists and doctors were telling us that we're all good and in the clear to do you know things for things to go back to normal. So I think that's something we might do. I've seen people talk about, you know, especially if you have a shower at your gym, requiring their students to shower right after class. Just making sure, hey, you know, there's 10 people here. Each of you have to take a shower. Got to take a shower right at, right away. Um, you know, and I've seen other things, you know, about... You know, some gyms are going to be cleaning their gym three times more, you know, making sure that, you know, each student, you know, wipes off with, you know, sanitizer and yada, 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 yada. But those are kind of the main things. But we're definitely going to be seeing limited class sizes throughout, you know, 95% of gyms over the next six months, I would say. We routinely had 40 to 50 students Tuesdays and Thursday nights by we'd have close to 60 people like that was a big class but it happened you know all the time that's not going to be happening for a while which sucks those are some of my favorite nights like i love the energy and teaching two giant classes but we're really going to be getting kind of back to the roots of training where small groups and you know it's really kind of secluded training so the next way that I think the coronavirus is going to change Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is I think it's going to change the landscape where the most powerful teams are. So let's be honest. The best Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu academies in the world right now are in California and New York. Look, Brazil, Florida, Texas, a bunch of like every state has a phenomenal school that, you know, can compete on a world stage, but the powerhouse gyms with the most talent exist in California and New York. Well, California especially and, and even New York, they are talking like it's going to be a lot longer before something like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is going to be allowed to reopen. And it's going to take a long time for you to be able to train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu again, like in any capacity. One of my buddies who runs a gym in San Diego, he posted this on his social media, so I, I feel free to share this story. But he got a fine, like he was filming a technique for his online academy for his students. And it was just him and two other people, one person, you know, obviously his Uki, and then a person filming him. And he got fined. A business across the street ratted on him, said that they were in their training doing something they shouldn't be doing, and he got fined. And 
it, it is a much different situation in different parts of the world. And so some places are talking about maybe having zero sports, zero contact sports for the next six months until there's a vaccine. And so if you told me that you couldn't do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in California until January 1st, I honestly wouldn't be surprised at this point. Six weeks ago, I would have said that was the dumb, like, no way that's possible. Zero, like, no way, 0% that that would, could become a reality. But honestly, I think it is leaning more towards that way in certain places, especially in New York or places where there are hot spots. Like if you told me you couldn't do MMA training for the next year in New York, I wouldn't be shocked. And so we have to ask ourselves, well, what are jujitsu athletes going to do? What are we going to do? Like, what are the guys that run schools or, you know, that are professional competitors? What are they going to do? They're not going to stay there. They're going to move. They're going to move to a place where they can train legally. And so I think we'll see a lot of guys start to move into some of these southern states or maybe even surrounding states. But I think you'll see some people start to really spend a lot of time in Georgia and, you know, a place like Alabama, Florida, um, where things are probably going to be reopening much faster. And so who knows, maybe Atos reopens their gym in Nashville, Tennessee, because Tennessee is talking about reopening, uh, I believe, Friday as well. And so who knows, maybe Andre Galvao in a couple of months just goes, okay, I'm just going to move things. I'm going to open up a big gym in, you know, in, in Nashville, or I'm going to rent a space for the next year in Nashville until I can come back to San Diego. But I definitely think we will see a lot of movement and that should be really interesting. So another aspect of that is I think you'll see a lot of guys start to teach seminars. So if you are in one of those states that's reopening, I think you'll be able to get a Gordon Ryan. You'll be able to get an Andre Galval. Those guys are dying to do seminars right now. I know just Eddie Bravo. I can't imagine how much money he's lost right now over the past couple of months with seminars just being canceled. I've had two seminars canceled. And so I know if I've had a couple seminars canceled, somebody like Eddie Bravo's probably already lost a hundred thousand. We'll just well, we'll just say Eddie makes five thousand a seminar. He's probably already canceled ten to fifteen seminars. We're looking at fifteen to seventy-five thousand dollars just off seminars that Eddie's already lost. And so I think, you know, if you are in one of those states, you'll be seeing a lot of big names traveling there, and they might even be traveling there for cheaper and you probably can get them to stay for a week. I was thinking like we've already kind of thrown around the idea if Alabama is one of the first states to reopen, just inviting a couple of high level competitors to come train with us for a week or even a month. I mean, we've got the facilities, um, you know, they can live at our gym and, and yeah, instead of getting a guy to come down for, you know, a three hour seminar, he's in and out. You might be able to get your favorite grappler to come in for a week. You know, obviously, if you pay his room and board and his food and, you know, transportation, um, I'm sure a lot of guys will be dying. You know, if California, they're just stuck in their house. You can still travel. So they'd be like, man, I would love to get out of here for a week. (laughs) So that's an opportunity. I think a lot of, you know, gyms will be able to, um, you know, take advantage of. Another idea that I was thinking about is where are tournaments going to be held? Where are professional tournaments going to be held over the next year, over the next six months? Kasai generally has their tournaments in New York. IBJJF has tons of their tournaments out in California. 
EBI. A lot of them have been in California. So I think you'll see a lot of tournaments start to take place in those same states I was just mentioning. I think Texas, you know, they've had third coast grappling. I think you'll see a lot of professional grappling events start to take place in Texas. I think you'll see a lot in Florida, possibly Georgia. Um, I mean, honestly, anywhere. And if you're interested in getting into the promotion game or just, you know, hey, I would love to run a, you know, EBI tournament. I think you could really get a lot of the top talent if you streamed it and you paid anywhere from two to $5,000 to the winner. You know, you got sponsors or you just had the cash flow, whatever. But if you were offering offering a $5,000 cash prize right now, you'd be able to get basically, in my opinion, you'd be able to get the top talent in the world to come to your gym. As Again, as long as it was legal, I think a lot of guys would show up, even in the middle of nowhere. You know, if Idaho, they were running a $5,000 tournament, again, you'd see a lot of top talent make their way, find a way to make it to Idaho. So it's a great time right now to get into the promotion game, especially if it's allowed in your area. Now, when the gyms reopen, okay, I think one of the negative things you're going to see happen is there is going to be a division. Regardless if you open tomorrow or in six months, there's always going to be people thinking that you reopened too soon, that you're not being responsible. And so you are going to lose students. Students are going to be pissed. They're going to be mad at you. They're going to think that, you know, especially if you are in one of those states that is reopening soon, you know, where they're already going to be starting the process of reopening. Well, you're probably going to have some students that don't agree with that, that even if they're supporting the gym right now, if you open too soon, they might take themselves off the roll. They might quit. They might think again that you're being socially irresponsible. And so I think that, you know, there is going to be a little of division there. But on the bright side, I really truly believe that whenever gyms are allowed to open back up, if your gym can survive this time, because I know a lot of gyms are going under right now. I've heard some heartbreaking stories and I've heard, you know, just it's been an awful time for small business owners and in particular something like a gym owner. But if you can survive this time, I think there's going to be a humongous demand for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I mean, we are still getting leads. Like people are still contacting us, not our students, people that don't train here asking if we're open. They want to join. People are so bored and so tired of playing video games, eating crappy. They are dying to get into a new activity. Dying. And look, Unemployment rate, the unemployment rates have skyrocketed. I don't have a job right now. (laughs) But honestly, most of our students still have their jobs. And a lot of them have gotten the stimulus check as well. So some people actually are doing pretty good money-wise. And so I think you're going to see a lot of people come in looking to pay for a year in full, looking to just commit. Like, dude, I am looking to commit. I'm ready to go. I've got this government money. I just got my taxes back and I got this stimulus check. Let's just do the year in full. So gym owners, I really do think a lot of us are going to be killing it in the next couple of months. Whenever we're allowed to reopen, I think we're going to have a huge, huge, huge boom. So I'm really looking forward to that. Another thing that I think is going to happen um, with all of this, I think your students are going to come back 
and they're really going to appreciate what they have. They're going to recognize and not take advantage, you know, of the situations they're in. Because a lot of times you can take for granted what you have. You're so used to being able to go and, you know, learn from a black belt or go learn from your instructor. And I think a lot of students are going to really come in appreciative and ready to work twice as hard. In my mind, I think it's going to be kind of like the ultimate New Year's resolution. I think everyone's sitting at home just writing or thinking in their head about the things they're going to change or the regrets that they have. Like, man, I had all these opportunities that I just let slip. I just let slip because I just always thought that, well, I can do it tomorrow or I'll do it next month. Well, this has really shown us that, man, something can shake up like the coronavirus has shaken us up. It has stopped normal life. And so if you are somebody, for instance, that always put off competing, you're like, I'll do it next month or I'll do it next tournament. You know, I'm going to skip this one in January. I'm going to do this one in April. I'll be ready in April. Well, you recognize that, man, maybe I can't just do it. I can't put something off like competing in a tournament. I just need to do it. I need to go ahead and sign up. I don't want to live in a world where I'm putting these things off anymore. I want to start taking more initiative because you just never know. You never know, you know, if something like this is going to happen again and it's going to put those ideas, you know, or those goals on hold. I've thought a lot about my own goals. Thought a lot about the things that I put off and that I've just always assumed, like, I'll do it in the next month or I'll do it at the end of the year, you know. And so I do think that you will see people really starting to take their goals seriously. Now, how long that lasts, I don't know. But I do think it's going to be New Year's resolutions on steroids. People are going to come back ready to train hard, ready to reach that new belt level, to reach that new weight loss gain, to reach those new strength gains. Everybody has kind of been reset, refreshed. You know, if you were feeling like, oh man, I'm a blue belt, I'm just tired of training, I'm kind of starting to lose, I'm guaranteeing you right now you're dying to get back on the mats. And it's honestly never been a better time if you were somebody that quit jujitsu to come back. Everyone's going to be rusty. 99% of the world isn't training right now and they haven't trained for a month, you know, a month plus. I mean, most of our students haven't trained probably coming close to two months now. And so, Whenever the gyms are open back up, it's the best time. You won't have to feel awkward. Like really everyone's going to be starting in the exact same place. We're all going to be a little rusty. We're all going to be, you know, a little uncomfortable. Like, oh man, I haven't done this forever. But I think the atmosphere for the guys that come back, it's going to be amazing. And it's going to be very, very, very supportive. So those are some of the things that I thought of. Now, whether or not, uh, you know, they unfold like that, you know, whether or not a place like California, you're not allowed to jujitsu until a year from now, I don't know. It could be two months. It could be two years. Who knows? I'm hoping because I have so many friends and buddies out there. I'm hoping it's closer to the two months. I really am. You know, obviously, I see both sides. There is a big divide right now. You have the people saying, open it back up. Killing the economy is hurting millions of people. And then the people that are saying keep it closed because if you don't, you're going to hurt millions of people. It's just such a tough situation. So 
I think the most important thing, however jujitsu changes, you come back, you try your best, you come back and be supportive to your team and your teammates, your instructors. But right now, you think about the people that are in your tribe, you think about your friends, you think about your family, you think about your training partners, contact them, see how they are doing. I heard one of my buddies, uh, a guy that I know, one of his buddies that runs a gym killed himself. He closed his gym last week, had to close it down, uh, fired his staff, and a couple days later he killed himself. And that's part of this reality as well right now. People are feeling hopeless, they're feeling down, and it is our responsibility as people, as human beings to check in, to Make sure that people are doing okay. And please speak out. If you are feeling that way, please speak out. You will always find an ear and a helping hand. Somebody willing to listen and someone willing to give you a pat on the back or to offer you a helping hand. We can get stronger during this time. We don't have to listen to the media and fight and divide and all that craziness on Facebook. Just offering yourself and a little bit of your time goes such a long way when stopping something horrific like suicide or even just stopping you know somebody from from acting erratically or getting into drugs or alcohol whatever it is okay so let's all be there for somebody just contact two people a day it's that simple I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I hope you guys are feeling more hopeful (laughs) that we're going to be reopening soon. And yeah, until next time, guys, I love you. Stay safe. Peace.